This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, players? This is the talk of champions, franchise player. Always boss player. Forever. Happy Wednesday and welcome into another edition of Franchise Player on this May 3rd, 2023. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. I write for the Old Miss Spirit, OldMissSpirit.com. And a food of on three, and he's David Johnson at Rebels two four seven. He writes for Inside the Rebels two four seven Sports. Hey, buddy, I'm sitting here contemplating things. Um, national analysts love to stick Ole Miss into their preseason or post spring top twenty fives, and two more are out, and the Rebels are in both of them, and it, it's easy because you read what they say about them and. They talk about Jackson Dart. They talk about Quinshawn Judkins. They don't talk about the holes on this team and the areas of concern. And um, I, I really don't know. And I, I guess you put them in the in the preseason top twenty-five, the after spring top twenty-five stuff like that. But I'm telling you, I think a lot of people are kind of. Uh, Buying in on the 23 season, Ben, and I, I just look, it's one of the toughest schedules in the country. And I, I would hold cards on that right now. I don't disagree with that, especially when you look at their non con and they face Tulane at Tulane. And Tulane is ranked higher than them at 19, almost as 22 in the post spring college football top 25 per ESPN. But also, uh, 22 seems about right because Ole Miss offensively, I've said it before, I'll say it again, I'll keep saying it until they prove me wrong, has a 8-9-10 win offense potentially, and defensively that's where the shortcomings are. But we're starting to see them address that even more, like as if they haven't already addressed it a lot in the transfer portal. They got another commitment yesterday uh, as we, me and Zach Berry were recording a podcast together. Uh, jumping on campus, visiting campus, was Liberty transfer defensive back Dejon Anthony, and then – not much long later, he commits. What'd you think about that one? Yeah, you know, I, I think he's been one of the best cornerbacks at Liberty the last couple of years. Um, you know, when you look at a corner stats and you go, well, he only had 29 tackles. Generally, that means they weren't throwing the ball on his side of the field. So that's a good thing. Um, you know, the one visual I have of him was he picked off K.J. Jefferson last year at Arkansas, and Liberty went up 21-0 at that point in the game. Uh, 
after a, a touchdown scoring drive that that began off his pick. Um, I'm excited to have him. You know, he told me yesterday they're going to play him at both corner and safety. I mean, he's six foot. He's over 200 pounds. He's got the weight to play safety, the speed to cover anybody back there. I like it. I, I really do. And, um, you know, if you talk to Deshaun, he'll tell you he, he's coming here to help Ole Miss win a national championship. So I love his energy and his enthusiasm. But, you know, CBS released their post-spring top 25 this morning. Dennis Dodd, if you will, Ole Miss number 23, right behind them, the two-lane green wave at number 24. So, you know, this week two game, I think is going to be fascinating. I think it's a tone setter. And uh, I think it's a must win for Ole Miss. Um, I really do. And it's going to be a different kind of experience for the Ole Miss fan who is fortunate enough to get a ticket. Because I think we're only getting 3,000. I've had Ole Miss fans say, well, we bought season tickets, so we've got our seats, blah, blah, blah. That's great. But, you know, the guy who's not buying two-lane season tickets, going to be a tough ticket to get. And uh, 30,000-seat Yeoman Stadium, it's small. It's very intimate. It's going to be a very difficult road environment. And, um, I mean, I think that's the game you circle, Ben, right off the bat. Ole Miss two-lane. I think you nailed it by calling it a tone setter because that's kind of what I was going to say about it. We'll know a lot about potentially the direction of this season really early considering the rest of the schedule with that Tulane game because it's not a typical Tulane. They're going to be a competitive football team, and it will be a close game. It'll be a hard-fought game. If Ole Miss wins it like I expect, even though both teams are comparable, I expect Ole Miss to beat Tulane this year even with both teams being you know in the around the 20s and all of these post-spring top 25s. If Ole Miss wins that, they're on schedule, and we, we kind of can breathe a sigh of relief as far as what they, they might be competitively, especially on the defensive side. But they can lose it, and if they do lose it, then like the, the stretch of games that are coming behind that game, the Alabama trip, the Georgia trip wow. against LSU, it becomes just so much more treacherous and more ominous for Ole Miss looking forward. So I agree with you. I think it's definitely a tone setter. That's the right way to put it. Yeah, and, and don't forget about Auburn. Don't forget about Texas A&M. Don't forget about Arkansas. I mean, there, there are reasons to believe any of those teams can beat Ole Miss. Now, Ole Miss can beat any of those teams. So it, it's going to be interesting. This will not be a replay of last year where the Rebels go, go out to a 7-0 and start uh, or an 8-1 start because that means they will have beaten Alabama. Um, and maybe even Georgia along the way. So, yeah, this is going to be a different kind of year. Um, they're going to be ups and downs, but you got to win the second one at Tulane because I don't care if you're playing them on Mars. If you don't beat Tulane, you're not beating Alabama, you're not beating Georgia, and you're probably not beating LSU. Okay, and M's going to be better because Bobby Petrino is running the offense. Um, Auburn is going to be good. Listen, I think Auburn has one glaring issue. That's a quarterback. Everywhere that's else, the biggest position, but yes. It, it is most important, no doubt about it. 
But, you know, we'll see if Freeze is able to work with Robbie Ashford within his system and get him going. But, um, you, you know, I would probably put Ole Miss in a post-spring top 25, but I know the issues this team has. You know, I know how many critical members of the secondary hit the portal. Um, I know that maybe Jeremiah Jean Batiste and Monty Montgomery weren't exactly everything they hoped for at the linebacker positions. Um, I also know that offensive line was a hot mess this spring. Okay. Now, Nick Broker's gone to the NFL. Jeremy James, Jaden Williams, both still nursing offseason shoulder surgeries. When they get back, it's going to help. But, you know, I look at the two portal guys that came in. And, you know, while they will provide depth, I don't know that either one of them are going to be in the primary rotation when everything falls out in the fall. So, you know, I, how do you grade that? I mean, you went out and got two transfer linemen, and they're likely going to be backups. That's a good point, but they're not done in this second portal window. Um, obviously, the portal is now closed to new entrants, but the guys that are in, Ole Miss is pursuing. Now, one of them that Ole Miss had shown interest in, wide receiver from BYU, Cody Epps, um, yesterday was a big target for Ole Miss, somebody we were all talking about, and then today withdrew from the portal and is sticking at BYU. So you lose Shane Hooks at wide receiver as a commitment. Um, another target goes off the board. I think at the end of, of this cycle, basically all Lane Kiff is trying to do, it doesn't matter what position it is, he's trying to get good players. So offensively, defensively, I feel like with the overall talent they have, even though you're right about the holes, ranked 22nd or 23rd in a post-spring top 25 seems right. It seems about right with real potential to climb up, but they're not done. And I think that's kind of what you're speaking to, too. They have to still get a lot done as far as additions in the spring portal. And starting with Dejon Anthony is a, is a big deal because, I mean, I think the secondary um, was hit, like you said, the most, the most hardest or the hardest in the offseason. And what's interesting about these lower school transfers, like John Saunders came from Miami, Ohio. And then, of course, Anthony came from Liberty. Um, these are both schools that can compete, but we're not talking about you're getting you're plucking a transfer from Auburn or whatever it might be, like you've seen Ole Miss do time and time again over the last three years under Lane Kiffin. And you're starting to see some trait patterns emerge here, especially under Pete Golding. When he's looking for these these secondary pieces from the portal at smaller schools, and you see it with Anthony, and you, you see it with John Saunders. Saunders removed off of cornerback to safety. They're looking for long and ranging ball skills, and that's kind of what he brings. So. Um, in that way, I think there is some versatility to the roster that could compensate uh, for maybe the holes that are sticking out right now, especially at linebacker. And bottom line is Suntreen Perkins is coming in too, right? So, I mean, he's going to start day one. We're talking about a generational talent. Remember when Laramie, you do, Laramie and Laquan and Rob and Tony Connor all arrived for the first Ole Miss practice. There was no question whether those true freshmen were going to start game one. And I think Suntarian is just like that. I think he's one of those generational talents. Quinshawn, same thing. You remember Quinshawn his first um, fall camp. I mean, he turned heads immediately. I think he's going to do the same thing. Yeah, you would you would hope so. You certainly hope so. I, I'm I'm kind of out of the business of putting labels on guys until I see them do it. Um, for the most part, I, I mean, there are some good things about this football team. There are some big time concerns and. You know, the biggest thing, 
no matter who you lay the losing five of the last six games at the feet of, you don't have a schedule this year that allows you to get off to that hot start. It's not there this year. Um, so, you know, just just brace up, hold on. We'll see what happens. Um, but the national consensus is Ole Miss is a top 25 football team. And uh, we'll see if the Rebels can't defend that. Well, outside of that, what else do we know on this Wednesday, May 3rd, 2023 in Ole Miss sports? What's sticking out to you? It's a slower day, but it's lunch around lunchtime, and um, you've seen some more portal activity for football, baseball, got its second straight win, and now travels to Missouri, on and on. What, for the rest of the week, do Ole Miss fans need to be paying attention to? Watch for the bulldozers. Um, they're coming at the Ole Miss softball field. They're about to uh, break ground on the uh, new stadium. <clears throat> it's going to be a two-year building project. They're trying to go at it at an angle – where the team won't be displaced next year. They'll play home games there. Construction will be going on, but that won't be the first time that's happened. I'm just glad to finally see them start on a new stadium. When they play Alabama Sunday, the home season's over. And uh, the way Keith Carter made it sound to me, they're going to be bulldozers waiting to go. So they're going to tear down <clears throat> much of the existing structure of the stadium and basically put it all back together, fancy it up uh, with home plate in right field. So that's going on. Yes, I, I like that. One thing that I was asked today, I was doing an Ole Miss all day AMA, ask me anything on my message board at the Ole Miss Spirit on three. And one of the questions was, and I admitted it, I had no idea. What's going on with soccer replacement, replacing Matt Mott? Have you heard anything? Because I admittedly wow. – have done absolutely no rumor searching for that. No, I haven't either. And to be honest with you, <clears throat> likely we'll have a story when a new coach is named. I, I mean, you run into that sometimes with minor sports that end up having major stories, okay? It's a big deal as to who the next soccer coach is going to be. But I, I hate to say it like this, Ben – we get no return on our investment in chasing those stories down. And no, you know but I will great. I will freely admit that David is more on top of those sports than anybody else on this beat. He follows them. He, he covers them. And uh, I thought maybe you had some softball updates. Give me some soccer updates because, buddy, I did not know what to say. Well, same here. Same here. And uh, I just – I got to be honest with you. I can get excited about watching women's basketball. I can get excited about watching softball. Oh, I can get but excited about soccer all day. I have watched European soccer, South American soccer, American soccer at the professional levels. It doesn't do it for you. It's okay. Uh, I, I'll get excited about that. Oh, okay. I mean, I do. I'm a Man City guy. Watching the girls play there's definitely a deficit in skill level between watching the pro teams play. And it's a slower game, slower paced, much more sloppy. And I just can't watch passing the ball for 50 minutes and then somebody loses their attention and there's a goal. Introducing 
the new and improved BNA Bank mobile app. From setting transaction alerts and tracking your spending habits, to managing travel plans and turning off a lost or stolen debit card, you can take care of all of it in the new BNA mobile app. At BNA Bank, we know that life moves pretty fast, and we have the mobile technology to keep up with your life on the go. BNA Bank, local, invested, modern banking. Are you ready for the Grove? Because I know I am. So join Lane Kiffin and your Ole Miss football rebels at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium this fall for the 2023 season. Order tickets now to participate in the seat selection process and to explore seating options. Visit OleMissTix.com, OleMissTix.com, or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation today, 662-915-7159. For Ole Miss football season tickets, it's time again to help lock the vault. The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell. And what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Well, how about this? On 3 on Wednesday came out with the Power 5 programs with the most transfers out in 2022-23. Colorado was number one at 56. Know who was number two? I'm guessing Ole Miss? At 33. Texas A&M, Oregon tied uh, tied for third with 31. Mm -hmm. Arizona State is fifth at 30. Arkansas, uh, 29. Florida, 26. Do we make much out of that? Because... Depth-wise, it matters. It does. Uh, but I was going through it kind of like taking a stock report of the guys that were lost to the second portal after spring and grading on a 1 to 10 scale, a traditional 1 to 10 scale, 
the biggest impact guy to me was Braxton Myers, who unsurprisingly committed to Purdue yesterday. I gave him a six because of upside, but is there something to losing 33 guys? Now, Colorado is far and away number one at 56, but do you read much into that? Does that mean something to you? Yeah, it's a, it's partially pro mindset, okay? And, you know, we all know what that is. They preach it. And it it makes its way down into the guys you have on your team. Now, I'm not saying that's why, but it's part of the reason. You know, you're here to play football. And if you're you're not playing, you're not doing your job. And we're done with you in a lot of ways. And the players know that. And the players, I think, approach it the same exact way. I mean, the first thing Dion did at Colorado was tell, tell, tell those guys in his first meeting, I'm bringing my luggage and it's Gucci, you know? And, and you know, you see what happened to him. A big-time exodus. I think they had more than two dozen players leave last weekend right after spring ball. So, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it, it goes to further underline the fact that guys aren't here because they love the red and blue any longer. Some of them are, most of them aren't. And that's just something we've got to live with from here on out. One of the other things I wanted to touch on four star, uh, forward Rashad Marshall recommitted to Ole Miss and Chris Beard. So Rashad Marshall committed and signed with Kermit, decommitted once Kermit was let go, recommitted when Chris Beard was hired, decommitted and is now recommitted again. Um, it's a big addition, but now less about him because we've talked enough about Rashad Marshall. I think he can actually make an impact immediately next year as a backup four or five. But if you look at the overall numbers, I don't know exactly what's going on with Jacob Gazzo, the signing under Kermit. I've heard nothing. I need to reach out to him. But if he is a part of this roster, that makes 10. They only have three spots to work with. Tyler Perry, the decorated transfer from North Texas, who Ole Miss really wanted, unsurprisingly committed to Kansas State despite Ole Miss's best efforts. But what do you make now of the 10 of 13 spots filled of Chris Beard's roster? Does that give you optimism? Because it gives me optimism. I, I yeah, look at, at, like, this thing to me has a, a floor of 18 wins. Yeah, I would I would go along with that. I mean, you, you trust Beard, right? You trust him. He's done nothing to make you not trust him as far as his basketball talents go. Um, he's going to take those three spots, and he's going to help this team. So I really would set the bar at 20 wins. I mean, I, I think over under is 20. And I think this is a team that competes very much so to be in the NCAA tournament next year. You know, people talk about, well, personnel. And, and that's right. You can't win without the players. But you've also gonna have, you're also going to have a totally different coaching style from a guy who is not used to losing. He's not going to tolerate losing. And the, the turnaround is going to happen quickly. Now, I'm not saying they go out and beat Alabama next year and, you know, break into the top 10, but 20 wins and an NCAA tournament berth, I really think ought to be the expectation. I think right now they're a top 64 team in college basketball as currently assembled, and that's NCAA tournament. Now, the SEC is an absolute beast, an absolute beast. 
But it's like we forget the top-end talent Ole Miss did have with Jamin Brakefield and Matthew Morrell, other guys like that of that stature. The problem was the depth of roster, the quality of the depth of roster just wasn't there. Miles Burns did some good things, but the redundancies with Josh Mbala, Theo Akuba, and Javis McKinson, I mean, they could not score consistently in the front court. Or excuse me, well, in the back. If you, if you yeah. missed a shot, let's be honest, if you missed a shot, took a bad shot, Kermit was ready to yank you out. And then, and I don't care what anybody says, and I haven't played basketball since middle school. <laughs> but if my middle school coach is over there gawking at me for taking a shot that maybe I shouldn't have or didn't go in the hole, it affects me psychologically. You, it did the same thing to these guys at this level in front of thousands of people and a television audience watching. I agree with that. Do I think that last year's team was a postseason team? No, I don't. Do I think they were as bad as eleven? only 11 wins? No, I do not. Because I think uh, there is something, too. I think there's legitimacy, too. Sometimes, sometimes the voice just start, stops ringing at all, right? It just, stops, it just stops carrying over in the locker room. It becomes dull. It becomes the same. It, 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 you needed a fresh perspective. So that team with the same personnel effectively for the last three years, they just needed a new voice in the room and a new perspective because I think the talent was good enough to win more games than they won last year. And now you're seeing with Chris Beard's recruiting efforts, adding, adding quality of depth that Kermit just couldn't attain in the portal. And that speaks to Chris and his reputation as one of the best coaches in his profession. He's top eight in his profession. And you're absolutely right. Uh, it's cliche, and we say it about every coach. They expect to win. Chris Beard expects to win. He did not take this job thinking, man, this is Ole Miss, and, well, it's going to take this. No, he, he's coming to take over another program and take it to the NCAA tournament in year one. That's what he does. And if he doesn't, he will consider it a personal affront and failure to himself. Well, if you don't take over a program at any level nowadays with the portal the way it is, um, expecting to win immediately, something's wrong. Okay, because number one, the fans aren't going to give you time to build anything. Okay, this this coming in and taking five years to build something is over. You know, we 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 kind of saw that with Yo, where the first two years were terrible, but year three she broke through and went to the title game of the NIT. Year four she takes them to the tournament. Year five the Sweet Sixteen. You know. So she has grown a program over the course of five years in increments that have been very noticeable. But you can't come in here and screw away your first recruiting class and screw away the second and then because those things catch up with you and have terrible years one, two, three, and four and still expect to have a job. You know, the, everything has changed. These 20-year people, such as Mike Bianco, Hard to find nowadays. Speaking of Coach Yo, um, the rumors are out there that she's about to get a new contract. Have you heard that? That's your girl. Yeah, the rumors are out there because I wrote that story yesterday. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, they're negotiating, and it's it's going to be a, a nice deal. And uh, it's not done yet, but it will be soon. Somebody asked me my all-day Ole Miss AMA, and they said rumors are out there, so I repeated it, and sure enough, it was from David Story. Don't I have egg on my face? Oh, it's well, happened to you before, too. You've called me and like, hey, Ben, have you heard? Oh, yeah. 
There's no doubt. Yeah. Um, I, I wish we could say we support each other as much as we can on this media beat uh, by reading all of each other's stories, but really none of us read any of each other's stuff. That's true. That is very true. It's just true. We the talk only time we really get to talk to David about Ole Miss stuff is when we do podcasts together. Uh, I called you yesterday about Dejan. That's true. That's true. We talked a little bit about that. Um, but, you know, hell, you can call me anytime, by the way. I know. Um, that wasn't what I was saying. You knew what I meant. Yeah, you, you, you get it. Yeah, I, I mean, and the good thing about Yo is she has handled this extremely well. I don't know that there were job openings out there that really piqued her interest this past season, but you haven't heard a word about yo is talking to this school or yo is talking to that school. Not one word. And kudos to her for that. She has handled it well with Keith Carter. Keith Carter is handling it well with yo. They're going to have a nice deal and we'll move on from there. But Keith told me, he wants her to coach the Ole Miss women's basketball team for a very, very long time. The poster that brought it up is our buddy Love Oxford, and he brings up a good point. It will be her third restructure, new contract in five years, and Lane's deal has been restructured, a new deal, three times in three years. What do we make of this? Yeah, I, you know, you, you make of it that – Is it, is it that just deal, the cost of doing business now? No. When that deal was being put together, Ole Miss was seven and zero, and they were eight and one when it was finished. Okay, nobody saw the big slide coming, and you know, yeah, it's a cost of doing business that now you have to do these contracts and make these offers before the body of work is complete. And you know, I've I've seen a lot of criticism on Keith about. You know, why did you pay him that much and everything? Listen, he was going to Auburn. I don't care what anybody says. He was going to take the Auburn job. They were going to be glad to have him. Keith had to do something. He had to get competitive as to what Auburn was offering. And he did. And unfortunately, we go out and lose five of our last six games and ever how many in a row – we're embarrassed on national television in the Texas Bowl. And um, the contract was done. You couldn't take it back. So there you have it. I mean, yeah. So is it the cost of doing business? It is a little bit. I think it yeah, is. Yeah, I think you talked yourself into it there. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I actually did. Um, and, and, and you got to understand, Ben and I didn't plan to do this podcast. Nope. What is it? One thirty. He calls me up at twelve forty-five. Hey, you want to do a podcast today? Yeah. So we we have no idea what we're going to talk about. We haven't thought anything out. We're just shooting the crap with you guys, yeah. and um, which is the way we do most of them. Yeah, we're keeping the Ole Miss conversation going. That's what we do. We're not sports journalists. We're sport sports all the time conversationalists. We're Ole Miss bartenders online. So we got together to talk about things, and I think we covered yeah. a lot of ground. Thank you very much. Oh, we did. We did. I'm just trying to make sure there's nothing we haven't covered. You know, you, you've got offers going out to 25s and even 26s in some cases. Oh, you've even got some new uh, 24s going out. Bear Tenney got one. Oh, yeah. Bear is an awesome guy, man. Awesome. Let me tell you. <clears throat> so I called him up. It was probably about 30 minutes after John David Baker had offered him. And um, 
We had a great conversation, got to talking about his name. And I'm like, Bear, is that your given name? He's like, yep, absolutely, 100%. I'm like, man, you got to be kidding me. He said, nope, my name is Bear Taylor Tinney. And uh, absolutely just dynamite name. Oh, yeah, super name because he's a six foot four, 230 pound beast. And, um, you know, just, just a fabulous kid. I really like him. I hope he ends up here. But you've got the whole country to compete against, okay? Everybody's got an offer. So we'll see what happens there. He's David Johnson. He writes for Inside the Rebels 247 Sports. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit. Ben on Twitter. He's at Rebels 247. I write for the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com, and for the Devon 3. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, Ben. I'm going to eat some lunch now. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.